Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? It is Murphy. It is a Monday. It is another Waver Wire podcast. It's week eight. We're in the second half of the fantasy football regular season. Where's the time gone? I have no idea. It's uh, scary. Actually, really scary as to where the time is going, where it's gone. And um, we're now on the effectively the back nine of the fantasy football season after tonight's game um, concludes. So, Lots to do. Obviously, a lot of uh, rosters got severely changed with Mime again, trying to survive Mime again. Uh, crazy by week, unlike any other. And I completely understand that. And so now is an opportunity to refresh those rosters, get a little bit more quality in. And this waiver wire podcast should really help with that. So let's get straight into it. And let's look at our picks for this week. But actually, before I do that, just want to talk to you about two things first. First of all, manscaped.com. Uh, you've heard me talk about it for weeks now. The Lawnmower 4.0 is an absolutely brilliant uh, tool. It's the best in below the waist men's grooming that you can buy. And it is the Tom Brady of trimmers. And everything about it is, is absolutely brilliant. Not to mention some of the products that they have with regards to hair and body wash, um, ball deodorant. There's so many different products. So do check them out. Go to manscaped.com, use the code 5YARD for 20% off plus free shipping. It's quite a significant discount, so do take advantage of that and do support 
Manscaped. So that's five, the code five yard for 20% off plus free shipping. The other thing is about Fan Team. Uh, great to have a partnership with them. They ran a free roll contest that was completely free to enter. Uh, we will be doing another one this week. Lots of um, teams entered. It was good to see. Um, it was good to see a winner come through. Um, Josh, who is someone who I started interacting with after the Fantasy Pros appearance that I did, and um, started a league because he asked me to <laughs> towards the late season. So it's great to see him walk away with with first prize. I wonder who's going to get it. Uh, this week. As a, as a reminder, it's completely free to play. It is no deposit or anything required, so do get involved. Um, details of that will come on Thursday's DFS show. Um, and Mark and Nick have done a superb job organising and uh, working with fan team. So this isn't anything I've organised or anything I'm really part of. It's, it's all down to the great work that they do. So support uh, the DFS guys. Um, listen to their advice. They'll tell you how you can potentially um, win yourself some money and and you can just join in on the experience. It was great to see over 200 teams play. So thanks very much uh, for supporting that. Now moving on to the wave wire. Let's start with Carson Wentz at quarterback. Carson Wentz is 22.3% owned. He has Tennessee in week eight. And listen, I, I even read on Twitter today from people that Carson Wentz is washed. Carson Wentz is washed. I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get what sport people are watching if they think Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. Am I saying Carson Wentz is a Hall of Fame great quarterback or someone that we're going to remember 25 years from now as being this elite talent? No. Listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here overhyping the guy. But he's not a bad quarterback. He's not washed. You know, he is showing behind that offensive line what he can do. It's a new system. It's a new offense. And he has performed quite adequately. Um, and, and listen, some people say, well, that's not good. He's not Mahomes. He doesn't make all these electric plays. He's getting better every week. He was very, very good uh, in difficult conditions against the 49ers. Um, and he put up over 20, 20 fantasy points yesterday. Like, that's all I want for my QB. He doesn't have that elite ceiling as a Brady and uh, a Kyler Murray will have. And, and that's fine. But he is borderline QB1 numbers. That's what we are getting out of our streaming pick. And if you have Lamar Jackson on by, you could do a lot worse than getting Carson Wentz. You know, six of his seven games, he scored over 17 fantasy points. That's good going. Like that, it's, that's, that's what we want out of the position. I'm not saying he's going to give you this elite, elite ceiling, but he's going to give you a very safe floor. And against Tennessee, I expect him to put up between 17 and 21 fantasy points and do it quite comfortably. So, Listen, he's not washed. He's doing his job. He's doing well. And as a result, feel free to just um, get involved. And, in, in, you know, 22.3% owned. If you have a team that looks good to win, Carson Wentz is a good pick because, again, he's got that safe floor. He's not going to lose you uh, those weeks. If you're looking for a bit more ceiling, then the, the guy you want is Daniel Jones. He's 28.9% owned. He has Kansas City this week. So, it's a really interesting matchup for Daniel Jones. And again, he's another one that people just don't like. And, and I understand it. You know, I've had my criticisms of, of Daniel Jones, but he has a really, really high ceiling. You know, you're looking at five of the seven games he's played this season, uh, 16 and a half fantasy points. Okay, the other two were, were between four and five points. I mean, not great, but, you know, he's had games of 29, 26 and 21 points this season. So very much a high ceiling player. 
I don't think that Chiefs D, as we're seeing, is is elite. I think, you know, I know that the Giants' offensive line isn't great. I think Andrew Thomas has been better this year than, than he was last year. But I, I would say that there's an opportunity here for Daniel Jones to really make the most of it. And in a game that they're required to throw the ball more, he's got reliable targets, even when they're banged up like Shepard. I think Shepard will be back this week. Um, but he's still got Darius Slayton. He's still got John Ross. He's still got Dante Pettis. Like they've got a lot of weapons, even without Golladay, even without Tony and, and Shepard. They've got a lot of guys in the roster who can play. So I really like Daniel Jones this week as a high ceiling play. Now listen, it could go completely wrong and he could lose your week. But if you're chasing and you need a, a result, I think he's someone I would be looking to acquire. I wouldn't be spending too much on either of these quarterbacks. I'd be spending sort of anywhere from 3 to 5% tops. Um, have a look at who else is on by, what other league mates have got, maybe getting a bit cheaper. But yeah, at the end of the day, you don't need to go too much on, on quarterbacks. Um, there is another option I put in the article, and it's uh, about Deshaun Watson. And I think Deshaun Watson is is someone that's worth having a conversation about. And so I'm actually going to do a show after this. It's not really the flagship, but the flagship is going to be tomorrow with uh, my good friend Bob Lunn. And we're going to talk about consistency, as we talked about a few weeks ago, but we can do a sort of a halfway uh, through the season analysis. But I just wanted to bring a, sh- a short show. So I'm going to do some takeaways from week seven uh, and talk about Watson there. But w- w- Watson is someone who I would be uh, interested in adding in if I'm in a league where I don't have a good quarterback, like a top five, top seven player. I'd be someone that I'd be looking to potentially add. Um, and I think he's worth anywhere up to sort of 10% of fab because there is that risk you could get absolutely nothing for it. So I wouldn't go too crazy, but I would be interested in adding him. I don't think he plays this week, though, unless something happens and materialises quickly. Let's move to running backs. KF Gainwell, 26.4% owned. Shocked that his ownership has gone down. And he has Detroit this week. So Mark Sanders is injured, so it looks like he could be out. Another ankle injury, so it looks like he could be out this week, which would gain well more of a uh, platform to perform. And Listen, they didn't run the ball much in this game. Uh, Gamewell didn't get a lot of carries, but, you know, he did get receptions. He did get a touchdown here, and it was a game that they were behind pretty much from the off. So the Raiders took advantage. The Raiders pretty much put this one to bed well before the fourth quarter, and we all know that the the Eagles and Jalen Hurts come alive in the fourth quarter. Probably don't do anything for three quarters and then turn up in the fourth, but I I think... You know, I think against the Lions, this will be a slightly different prospect. No matter how trickery the Lions are and the effort they put in, the talent's just not great on that roster. I'd expect the Eagles to to control this one and, and perhaps use Gamewell a lot more on the ground and have more opportunities. So I really love Gamewell this week. I think he's one of my top priority waiver ads. Um, I think he's worth easily 10, 15% of that. He's not going to give you that elite ceiling that some of these other players have come and gone. Um, but I do think he's someone that will give you uh, RB2, RB3 numbers consistently for the rest of the season, regardless of the matchup. Next one is Rashad Penny. So he's 10.1% owned. He has Jacksonville in week eight. And we haven't seen Rashad Penny play. <laughs> he's played, he's got two carries this season, so it's hard to judge based on the two carries. He's always seems to be injured. But he's a former first round pick. People forget this about Rashad Penny. I know he's had a lot of injuries, but right now he's probably the healthiest running back on that roster. We don't know what the usage is going to be like, so you're kind of buying blind here. And I don't even think I'm bothered about what the usage is going to be this week. I think he'll get some usage. I don't think it's going to be an elite usage. I think he can potentially overcome Alex Collins on this roster. 
and I do think that he will get more and more steady work. He looked really good in preseason, so I'm quite happy to throw some fab at him. But it's always the risk with him that he could just go down at any moment. So I wouldn't really. It's hard to see him being fit until the end of the season. So it's my one uh, gripe. But the Jags can't stop the run. So against Week Eight, in Week Eight, as long as he doesn't get injured tonight, um, I think he's a pretty good play in Week Eight. I did put a bonus one in the article here. It's, it's Peyton Barber, uh, 2.7%. He's on buy this week, and that's why he's a bonus one, because I think he's worth snaring this week for like a dollar. I don't think you need to spend that much, $1 to $2 on Peyton Barber. Um, because if Josh Jacobs is out, the, the, the handcuff to Josh Jacobs isn't Kenyon Drake. They do two very different roles in that offense. It is Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber got 26 carries in week three. Peyton Barber is the one that will get the majority of the carries if Josh Jacobs remains out with this chest injury. And we don't know. It's a long time now before they play. It's almost two weeks. So Josh Jacobs could come back. He could be fine. That's why I'm saying don't spend a lot of money. But if you've got the space on your on your roster to, to stash him for a week, pay a dollar or two, it could pay dividends in week nine, maybe week 10. Uh, and who knows how long for. Uh, and if not, and you have to drop him, you haven't lost much. I do think that's why it's... It's quite a, an astute play if you've got the room on your bench to, to pick him up. Wide receivers, I'm going with my man, Rashad Bateman, again. 17.2% owned. Still not really climbing up his ownership levels, uh, despite what he did in week one. Six targets again in uh, this week, his second week in the NFL. Um, he ended up catching three for 80. So he's still highly productive on a very small range of targets. He's going to win across the middle. But to repeat what I said last week, he's going to put up you know, 11 to 15 fantasy points uh, a week. But I think there's the ceiling for him to potentially go more. He does have um, a buy this week. So, you know, that's the one negative. You're not going to get anything immediate. But I do think of all the receivers that are there, he's one that has flex appeal every single week moving forward. I can't say that about a lot more wide receivers that are less than 30% owned right now. So that's why I'd still be quite happy to get Rashad Bateman and stash him even on bye week. If you need an immediate plug-in, my advice to you would be Russell Gage, 9.9% owned. Now, I touted Russell Gage a lot in the preseason. I thought that the opportunity was there. I thought everything was there for him to really grow in Atlanta. He put some great games together down the stretch. Clearly was injured at the start of the season. Clearly was not fit. Matt Ryan wasn't well. The, the offense wasn't good. It wasn't clicking. Different ball game now. That that team looks good. Russell, you know, Matt Ryan's throwing the ball deep. It's more accurate. He's finding receivers. They're making plays. And, and Russell Gage is a big part of that. You know, he's missed quite a significant amount of times this season. Six targets he got yesterday for and he caught four for 67 and a touchdown. Not more you could ask for, really, on, on that performance. And I think he's going to continue to get six to eight targets a game in this offense. They will pass the ball more than not getting a lot done on the ground unless it's Cordell Patterson. So, I think, yeah, for me, I would definitely be considering um, Russell Gage as an ad, be willing to spend up to 5% of my fab on him. I don't think you'll get a lot of competitional takers for him, even with his stat line yesterday. Tight ends, again, going the same as last week. I'm going with Mo Alleycox, 12.8% owned. Got Tennessee in week eight. As I said, I was pretty confident he'd be a, a tight end one on the week. He's currently a tight end nine, so he should finish in the top 12 this week unless something crazy happens tonight. And you know, he's touchdown dependent, but he scored four touchdowns in four games. You know, three for 25 with a touchdown. That's what it takes to be a, a, a tight end one. Like, he's going to be better than almost all the, all the tight ends this week. He's, you know, tight end nine. 
fine. That that's what's going to get you through the week. So I think for me, he, he's solid. He's a, a, a constant threat for a touchdown most weeks. It's pretty simple ad. It's not sexy, but it will do a job. And I think you'll be pretty happy if you've got Mo Ali Cox on your roster for the next couple of weeks just to get you through these buys. Next up is CJ Ozuma. He is 9.4%. He has the Jets this week in a monster game. Two touchdowns. Uh, really, really took it to the house. I mean, he had a 50-something yard touchdown, 40-something yard touchdown. Like, he <laughs> racked up uh, a, a career game. Just those two catches, and he had a couple more as well. So, um, Joe Burrow did say he will, you know, target CJ uh, Azuma. Uh, it's just whether or not we believe that that's something he'll do. But I want any part of this Bengals offense. They are for real, and I'm quite happy to take any part of this Bengals offense. And if that means stashing Azuma and having him as, as a play, then so be it. You can get him pretty... I think some people might overpay this week based on what they've done and what he did. I wouldn't go crazy because it's a tight end. It's, I, I, you get Mo Ali Cox cheaper and he'll be more consistent. But CJ Azuma does have this really high ceiling now as a result of being attached to Joe Burrow. So it's worth a couple of percent of fab. Don't go too crazy because he's going to blank probably two out of three, three out of four. But if you get him on that one good game, it's it's going to go to the house. So if you need a desperation play against the Jets this week, I mean, JJ Taylor was running in touchdowns as the Patriots put up 50, uh, over 50 on the Jets. Uh, they're there for the taking, the Jets. And I think it's a good week for Azuma to cash in. Um, staying on the Bengals theme, both my kicker and DST are the Bengals related. So the kicker is Evan McPherson, 8.5% owned. Again, he has the Jets. Again, I want any part of this offense. They're going to score points. They should really score a lot of points on the Jets. And that would give Evan uh, McPherson all the opportunity to kick field goals and to kick uh, extra points. So easy, easy decision. Only 8.5% owned. I know you're a shocker. I talked about him a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was even last week. You're a shocker against the Packers, but he's really bounced back well. It shows a lot of maturity to do that. So I'm quite happy to have Evan McPherson as my set and forget kicker for the rest of the season. I know they've got to go for a bye, but other than that, you know, I think he's easily going to be a top eight kicker um, when the rest of the season happens. And then the Bengals DST, you know, they got the Jets with Mike White. It looks like uh, Zach Wilson's going to be out for two to four weeks. Mike White's going to come in and play. Maybe they sign someone. Maybe they sign Cam Newton. Who knows? Don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's caught back of the Jets. They're, they're just they're not going to put up points. Um, not going to put up a lot of points. They're rife for turnovers. If you, I mean, even if you put Cam in, he's going to turn the ball over. He's not going to have time to acclimatize that offense. So you're going to have a guy off the street who's going to have to figure out the playbook and play, or you're going to have to play Mike White, who has three and a bit quarters of NFL experience. Either way, it's not good. Like Either way, this, this game is going to have turnovers galore. So, uh, yeah, all day long, add the Bengals DST. That'll do it this week uh, for the Waver Wire podcast. Do check out the article. Um, do check out uh, everything that we're doing. Check me out. I'll be on in 10 minutes time or so. And uh, just take you through a quick roundup of week 7. And a little bit on the short ones. So, until then, Rush Nation, as always, don't forget Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.